At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. You want to kick it off, Alex? No. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Off Track. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to another episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Alex, are you even here, kind of? Sure. No, I'm here. Well, he's all right. He's here. He's at a distance. Oh, now he's coming. I'm here. All right. He's here. What's up, guys? He, uh... (laughs) He's still recovering from the laughing fest we just had with our guest today, who we will get to in a bit. Um, how how is everybody's week? And it's week? very it's very know. rare I'm rendered completely speechless. But with this <laughs> guest, there are times I just I don't even know what I don't even know how to respond. I don't know. No, how I can't to respond. sentence because it's just like. Okay. But then you're you're also worried about how your response will then be twisted into something else that makes you speechless right. again. Right. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's relentless. I mean, it's fine. It's hilarious. I love the guy. Um, he's become a good friend after having met him through through uh, you and your lovely wife. Um, he's out in the West Coast, and we see him every time we're racing out there. Um, so it's it's a very entertaining guest we have for you guys. But um, before we get to him, we've got some racing stuff to talk about, James. And since you are the srx guru these days sr expert uh, if you will the srixpert sr expert um, <laughs> i like can that. you can you please walk us through the deegan tracy situation like how did you i didn't watch the race how did you see it yeah. it's obviously it's blown up on the internet which is a great thing for the series um, great thing for the it, series. it shows the the i guess the need if you will for for kind of disputes and rivalries. I mean, at one point, Paul Tracy was trending on Twitter, and he doesn't even have a Twitter. Um, so so walk us through what happened. So so for my seat, so here's the thing: we are. This was week five of a six week series for SRX, right? <clears throat> and PT obviously came in with the reputation of PT, the Chrome Horn, and always kind of being a guy that's not afraid to kind of get into it with other drivers on track, whatever, and and off track, and. <clears throat> So he kind of he kind of came in with this preconceived notion. Everybody kind of came in sorry, with this preconceived notion that he was sort of the one to keep an eye on. And he ended up over the first four weeks being involved in a lot of different incidents. When you go back and look at them, 
probably fewer than half were like actually instigated by him. Like they weren't necessarily his fault, but he just kind of always seemed to be involved in them one way or another. So going into this race, he was kind of like, you know, if you actually look at it, Elio has caused more accidents than anyone else. And we have a stat guy, you know, on the CBS team that does these awesome stat packs before each race and gives you all the breakdown of everything. And he actually has an incident count column in the stats pack. And Elio was actually, by like a good margin, the most incident-prone driver out there. And so everyone was kind of surprised it wasn't Paul, it was actually Elio. So he kind of made this thing about how he was going to hand, you know, pass the torch over to, to Elio this weekend. Well, then he still gets involved in like three different deals, right? So I think <laughs> I think he had a bit of a buildup and was a little bit upset about all that. And the last one was with two laps to go, which is what happened to him last week at, at Indianapolis. Um, he got into an incident with two laps to go and got spun out. So two laps to go. Um, Haley Deegan uh, <clears throat> was running fifth, I think. Paul was running fourth. And he'd come from last because he got into it with Ernie Francis in one of the heats. And so he actually started last. Did a, did a good job to get up to fourth. And with two to go, <clears throat> Haley got a good run off of two. Paul broke really deep into three and I guess thought that he cleared her and kind of like didn't give a ton of room, but I think it kind of looked like Haley went in, hit the brakes, saw that Paul fully sent it, maybe let off the brakes a little bit to try to roll a little bit more speed. And I think got a bit loose right as Paul was sort of coming down. Like it was kind of a racing deal, but it was just like a, a tipping point for PT and and then hilarity ensues because you know you you he obviously has his opinions afterwards right which is fine they both have their side of the story but then when you go on social media and try to like plead your case against somebody that's got like a million followers and is beloved by your fans like there's gonna be backlash and he is he is living through that backlash right now it's also though when you're when you always complain about other people being whiny then it's really hard to complain at all. That's a good point. That's a good point. How did you, did you watch it, Alex? Did you see the clip? So I have seen the clip and I, as, as much as the way Paul <laughs> went about sharing his side of the story is very Paul Tracy-like and very unique and kind of reminiscent of the little feud that Takuma and I had um, right <laughs> in Pocono a couple years ago. I almost the, took, the yellow line. Gate. I almost took Paul's right. clip and, and <laughs> threw a bunch of yellow lines on it. Um, I I have to say, like, I don't think Paul did anything wrong. I don't think Haley intentionally did anything wrong either. No, I think um, it was a racing deal. It was probably a racing deal, but at the end of the day, you know, the 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 hatred that that Paul's getting is a little unwarranted and a little unnecessary. But proves to your point, James, like, you know, you're taking on a very, very popular up and coming racing driver at the moment who's got a lot of momentum behind her. It's never going to work out for the 55 year old guy who's retired from racing. Like, no, I she can do no be, wrong. I think right, so really upset. You just called him 55. <laughs> so it? now that I you're. No idea, but I'm pretty sure it's not 55. <laughs> You guys are offering nuanced opinions, which is what nobody on social media wants. So let's just come out swinging with something else. He's fifty-two, here. Let's... close enough. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, yes. No. I think I think you're exactly right. And and again, he came in with the preconceived 
bad guy. Or uh, of being the bad guy, right? Of being the villain. So, yeah, but he's I mean, not he a victim a of that. He loves that. No, no. And like, and, and it's well-earned. Like over his IndyCar career, like they didn't, he wasn't like singled out and in a, in a negative way or like in an unfair way. Like it was an earned reputation. So it's just, it's carried with him now. Now and he's like trying to defend himself and yeah just against the wrong crowd so it's uh it's a tough tough deal tough deal he's got there but what that incident did allow was a setup for a green white checkered with our boy marco andretti starting outside of local ringer and fan favorite at slinger luke fenhouse um him tony stewart and marco had led the entire race and Marco got the jump on the restart, led the last two laps, and took home his first SRX win. So it was a great show. Slinger Speedway in Slinger, Wisconsin, let me tell you, bitchin' little racetrack. I got to go out again uh, during the practice day and do a couple laps. Quarter mile track in those cars, 12-second lap. A lot of fun. The race was action-packed. Two lanes. The town of Slinger is 5,500 people. We had almost 10,000 people at the race. Like it was absolutely filled to the brim. It was awesome to see. The show was good. And uh, yeah, green, white, checkered finish, which is what every fan in those kind of things wants to see. So another, uh, another fun and successful SRX event. And that was like, there was no IndyCar this weekend. There was no F1 this weekend. There was FE in New York. I don't follow it closely, so I don't really know. I know Andretti won on Saturday actually so go team i don't know who won on sunday <laughs> and then uh, so and then, srx is done this weekend right yeah so this is the finale so we've got a bit of a busy weekend because alex and i are heading to pennsylvania for the wedding of one mr sage Karam to his lovely fiance abigail and again you guys uh, can then, ask why i didn't get the invite uh, on that one. Oh, we did we did ask him so then and. we're going to fly straight from Pennsylvania to, oh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so then we're going <laughs> to, Marco, Alex, and I are all in the wedding. Um, TK's at the wedding. Joseph lives in Nashville. So a bunch of us are going to fly first thing, because a Friday wedding, we're going to fly first thing Saturday morning to the track, and Marco's going to do his practice uh and uh and then we race for the finale on saturday night at the nashville fairgrounds or 8 p.m eastern on cbs um it's gonna be fun i mean tony stewart's pretty much got the championship locked up like he's done a fairly solid job and has a fairly hefty lead over ernie francis jr and marco in third so the real race is for second between ernie and marco but uh have you seen, have you seen so there, there ernie francis Junior has obviously put himself on the scene um, yeah. through this SRX program and is a crazy successful Trans Am driver and such. I mean, he's he now has IndyCar aspirations. So yeah, that's... this is what's so cool, right? Like this started out, the concept was kind of like retired guys, you know, legends of the sport in their own disciplines, whatever, whatever. And the thing is, is Ernie is a legend in the Trans Am world. He's won seven consecutive championships going back to when he was 17 years old. The kid's only 23 now, and he's now gone wheel to wheel with the Tony Stewart's and the Tony Canans and Elio Castroneves and Marco Andretti's and all these, all these legends of motorsport in different categories. And, and he's doing really freaking well. He won the race in Indianapolis, and he's second in points. Never been on dirt, never been on an oval. 
So it, it was super cool that Ray and Tony gave him the opportunity to do it. And yeah, now it's put him on the map. I think he's talking to Xfinity teams about maybe doing some stock car stuff, but he's a road racer. And so he's now, he's, he's expressed some interest in, in open wheel. He's done some F3 or F4 stuff, I think this year, really likes the open wheel cars. And yeah, he, he said he wants to maybe try, you know, try going the road to Indy path, which is awesome. It's awesome that it's become a series where you can have awesome Bill from Dawsonville, Bill Elliott. <laughs> And, uh, and then an upstart like Ernie Francis Jr. And on that note, and, well, Luke Fenhouse, who was the local rookie, uh, local ringer, sorry, at Slingers, 17-year-old kid, you know, and he go, goes door-to-door with Tony Stewart for half the race, nearly won the thing. Like, that definitely going to, you know, draw some attention to him. Um, but speaking of Bill Elliott, cool news about Nashville is Chase Elliott, Hendrick Motorsports driver in NASCAR, current reigning cup champion, is going to be doing the Fellow SRX Napa race. Napa guy. Fellow Napa know-how or knower how. Um, he's gonna be doing the race with his dad, only the second time they've raced together. And like the reigning cup champions coming to run this race. Like this is gonna be awesome. You should come. Alex, you should come. You like Nashville. You were just there. I do like Nashville. Um, I'm not gonna come, but thank yeah. you very much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, on behalf of the city of Nashville, I was inviting you, but that's cool. No big deal. No, it's okay. I'll, I'll I'll be there at the end of the month. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I would assume you're going to be there for that. Tim, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nashville did not invite you. Sorry. Well, yeah. actually, we are doing just like just Nashville. just like the just like the wedding. You are uninvited. Yeah, I I sadly will be in Nashville for the IndyCar stuff because I didn't mean the IndyCar stuff. I meant the SRX. Oh stuff. yeah, no, yeah, I'll skip that. Uh, no, but we should go ahead and announce we're doing a live show in Nashville. There you go. Uh, did we decide so, we're doing that? I, I think we did. I hope mm. we did because we told Sirius we did. Mm. Uh, okay. We're going to do it at Margaritaville in Nashville, 8 o'clock Thursday night before the race. Uh, so if you are in Nashville for the race, come see us. If you don't know what Margaritaville is um, or if you don't know what the honky tonk is, you need to come. You need to check it out. It is one of the most fun and entertaining strips of real estate. I would say even more so than the strip in Las Vegas. It's it's wild. It's crazy. Um, come for the IndyCar race. Come to have a good time. And come to watch us make a fool of ourselves in front of a yeah, bunch let's of... Let's be clear here. Parties. Come come for the podcast. Stay for the IndyCar race. Yeah, I mean, chronologically, that makes more sense. <laughs> so let's just go with that. I heard well, it's going to uh, be like a sold-out crowd in Nashville for the race. Yeah, so there's 60,000 people. people. Huh. that's pretty it's wild it's gonna be fun so um at least not, not for the podcast, the podcast. yeah but yeah we probably won't have sixty thousand for the podcast um we will not, but that's fine so well guys, should we uh guest. introduce our guest yes our yeah. guest is the one and only darcy michael uh darcy Ooh. michael is a <laughs> oh he's gonna be heartbroken he's gonna be heartbroken when he hears you say that he is alexander rossi's biggest fan first and foremost I think that's his number one claim to fame. But he is a comic. He is a an a influencer, or according to him, an influencer. He is uh, from TikTok superstardom. He is an actor. He was on. I, I met him through my darling wife Becky. The two of them were both stars of a sitcom called Spun Out up in Canada a few years ago, and he, he has since been you know a huge part of of both of our lives. Um, he recently posted a clip of a speech he gave at our wedding that was it was a lifesaver. It was a pretty impressive set he did there. 
couple mm-hmm. inappropriate comments, but that's why we love them. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, you're you're going to hear a story about how this is not actually the first time he's been on off track, but it's the first time he's been on off track. It's the second <laughs> first time he's been on the show. Yeah, so for those of you who think this is bad, <laughs> now this is definitive proof. We actually have standards, or at least a standard. Well, we didn't. We had yeah, bosses at the time, but yeah. I'm really. I'm, it's probably a blessing that we had bosses at the time <laughs> that prevented that said loss of us from, from going being, out. Yeah. For we should actually, when we're all together, we should play it. For I'll a, try and find it. I'll point. try and find it because that would be a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah, track it down. That would be fun. But <laughs> um, this time, guys, you're gonna get to hear Darcy Michael. You're gonna get to hear him uh, make me feel very uncomfortable for the majority of his time on this show, which is just part of the experience. So. Enjoy. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I am, <laughs> you know what? I'm so sick of being made fun of for my Canadian accent that I'm fully embracing it. Who all makes right, fun bud? of you? I love it, bud. All of TikTok. Every time I say sorry, because in America they say sorry, even sorry. though it's spelt sorry uh anyways i have a lot of opinions yeah well guys uh, on that note let's welcome darcy michael to the show actually on that note i think i think he should just leave i think i think i'm good here sorry but you can go (laughs) if we started recording is this really yeah yeah. yeah. this we're going oh you bastards we're in it now we're in it now uh so darcy welcome uh to uh, welcome back really Oh yeah, no, track. you can't say that. <laughs> no way, no. I before you guys were anything, when you were a young upstart of a podcast, I took time out of my day to fly down to Los Angeles uh, to record an episode, and then you guys never aired it. 
Well, so, okay. all right. <laughs> so first of all, I don't know many upstart podcasts that have a villa in Los Angeles. <laughs> Second of yeah, all, you are, you, are, you are already there. Don't, don't, <laughs> you don't have to all, get into the specifics. I think, we, I think we bought you dinner and drinks. And I'm um, wearing I think, your I don't think the suit. dinner. I don't the think the dinner was the problem. I don't think no. the dinner was the problem. Maybe we should have had more dinner. Maybe we yeah. should have had more dinner. The For the ratio. record, I was allergic to dinner. Uh, so I was probably <laughs> way worse than you guys. But I do remember being in your bathing suit, soaking wet, uh, thinking we were ha- we were making comedy is that, a good, is that a good memory for you? It's a strong memory. I'll tell you that much. It's a strong one. It's, so it's right there a, in the frontal lobe. <laughs> this is back when somebody else used to edit this. And Is that what it was? So oh, I, no, I, I remember back, this was back when we had bosses. Yeah, this was like four companies ago. Yeah. yeah, are you are you coming to us on three G, Alex? What's going on with your uh, <laughs> with your internet connection? Why are are times tough? Do I not Can have we the not get internet the... connection today? <laughs> do, I, do I have bad internet, Tim? Oh, no, no, you're, there you're looking a little blurry, but you you you're sound looking... fine. You're so, actually looking how I see you anytime I see you in person because I'm always drunk with you. Uh, so <laughs> <Right>. this is <laughs> well. You're, so no, just to just touch that, on when my camera looks so much better with my brand new laptop that oh, I am I'm so recording sick of hearing about this with. new computer. Congratulations, <laughs> you Although spent James, a, you spent some money finally. I don't uh, know <laughs> if you're I don't know if you're going through your microphone though, James. It sounds like you're going through your laptop. That's awkward. Oh, I better not be. I took all that time to set this thing up. <laughs> Click <laughs> the little cam mic button at the bottom and make sure I know it's how to do it. Relax. How's your audience retention, guys? Uh, all three of them love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so this was back when we had somebody else editing the podcast. I thought the episode with you was was great, Darcy. And then I get an email from the guy who's editing it. Like two days later, he goes, "Hey, uh, bud." We need to talk. <laughs> I was like, all right. And he goes, we can't air any of this. I was like, how bad is it? He goes, you guys are, are slurring. You're stumbling. Like, you, this is incomprehensible. I go, it's not that bad. So that he sent me the audio file and I listened to it. I go, yeah, we can't, we can't air a minute of this. <laughs> like, I, have this a, is- I have a picture of the four of us sitting at the table. And I'm pretty sure Rossi's asleep. Like his eyes are just like just gone. And first of all, we partied all day and night and started to record at like midnight. Yeah, we're like, yeah, this is good. This is good. (laughs) I think he's throwing up in the background. (laughs) We didn't know, you know, we didn't know the rules of when to start recording things or after how many drinks you should not record things. We were like two. It's a lot. Why we're recording this? at eight in the morning because i want to let you know i'm wrecked I, i've been up since five to get in the right headspace i have to say i'm surprised at how like coherent you are at eight o'clock in the morning i actually i i get up at five five thirty every day so this is not you yeah yeah i to got do what I, is that because of the dogs absolutely nothing i right. get up to do absolutely no i get up to water the garden uh and then you, know, I, you can I, water that at like any time right no <laughs> you cannot timothy <laughs> Is that Thimothy? why my plants are all dying? Is it Timothy? Is that your full <laughs> name? Timothy. Yes. 
Thimward. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <It> <laughs> uh, you have to water the garden before uh, the sun starts hitting it. But no, I um, I'm one of those guys. I can't leave the house until I've been up for three or four hours. I need my time to kind of get going. Uh, so, and the dog usually wants to go right about now for like the stomps and stuff. Uh, so I just, uh, I've always gotten up early. I just want you to know you've ruined Alex's life now because Alex loves to sleep in. Like he could sleep till 11 o'clock if he had the choice. And not in a bad way. I'm not saying it, but like you, you can sleep. Is that in true? You yeah. yeah. You, well, you sleep, you sleep considerably later than I do. And um, like by gig, if you set no alarm, you could stay in bed longer than I could. Not by choice. I would much rather sure. stay in bed. Sure. But yeah, you just hear, I could see it in your face when Darcy <laughs> said, you have to water the plants before the sun hits them. In your head, I could see you getting so angry because now you know you've got to get up earlier to water your plants to do it right. And it's going to lead into a deep dive of horticultural exploration on the internet to figure out, you know, what to do with your James. plants. James, I already knew that. That's why I spent the money and have an electronic controller that turns it on at 530 in the morning. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Yeah. So yeah, no. Yesterday, I posted this on Twitter, it. but yesterday I'm at I'm over at Alex's and he's struggling to open this one package, and a he bourbon. just stops. He stops in the middle of opening the box, and he just looks at the window and goes, "I need to trim my roses." <laughs> and then he just he returns to gets the box open and then doesn't even take time to put shoes on goes out in his socks and starts trimming his roses like we're in the I middle of a conversation i don't know if we can continue this conversation because <laughs> if we start talking about alex gardening i i i'm just gonna fall in love even more i have no <laughs> idea this Here's the, thing. the reason why is because i had my rose i was using my rose scissors to open the package so it, it <laughs> rose me. scissors like I why did. aren't we married <laughs> 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 so I'm this is now i'm mad we're so like yeah, seven so minutes in and I, I don't even know what we're what we're doing well, yet well we haven't we have not yet <laughs> have you even introduced me we don't even know who even, we're talking well, to yeah but we're gonna enter we're gonna do the introduction after he goes so they're gonna well, know oh. who he is it's gonna be one so of we those, can talk like, plenty of okay with well, him not let's, here. let's at least let's at least get on the topic then of darcy and who he is <laughs> and why he is and where he is and all those great things so Darcy, uh, if, if you don't follow him on TikTok, which is his latest and greatest endeavor, like, it's uh, like we're referring to Darcy should. as a verb now. <laughs> it is, oh, yeah. I can be a verb. Getting Darcy means a lot of different things. You'll understand <laughs> soon. You'll understand <laughs> Port, <laughs> what, what is, Portland or Long Beach, Rossi. Oh you'll know. <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's your TikTok handle, Darcy? It's at uh, the Darcy Michael is my handle on all social media. It's called branding, boys. I'll I'll teach you about it after we're off this podcast. I'm I'm starting to think the alcohol may not have been the I'm problem last sure. time. <laughs> <laughs> is it the with two e's or just the one? So just the one. Just the one. <laughs> the that's how Canadians say the is the. Yeah. Um, so that's it's your that's your latest success. You know, you you and your uh, and your husband Jeremy have blown up on on TikTok. And man, there, there's I, I I really want to get into all of how that happened and what that really is. But I want to go back to the beginning and kind of start with how Darcy Michael got into the biz. You're a comic. You're an actor. You were once on a show with my darling wife Becky. Uh, so kind of give yeah. us the lowdown of how you kind of got into it all. Um, oh, God, we're going to have to tap into the memory. I uh, I always did like theater and stuff in high school. And then uh, when Jared and I got married, which was, oh, my 
17 years ago on last Sunday uh, at our wedding. I gave a really funny speech and uh, I always knew I was funny, but then Jer kind of kept pestering me. He was like, you should try stand up. And I was like, Meh. like it's I've never really seen stand up. I've never really watched it. Uh, and then he bought me this writing course. And I just fell in love with it. And so I literally, at the end of this course, we performed, our class performed. And uh, like it was, I'd say half the audience was just my friends and family. And I just, from that moment on, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, and so I just started like hitting open mics and everything. And I was lucky because like I kind of stood out early on i was i was heavier then and i would just do a bunch of stoner jokes and then come out to the audience like halfway through my set and uh and it just kind of uh it got attention early on from just for laughs and comedy network up here so it was like two or three years in when i got my first comedy special oh my god we were talking about it the other day they booked me for this comedy special for comedy network in canada and uh I had maybe 10 minutes of material and they're like, can you do 30 minutes? And I was like, Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. No I can do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like a month later I was filming a comedy special and I opened with my solid five minutes and I closed with my solid five minutes and the rest is filler. Like they, <laughs> they were like, we'll sweeten it. We'll sweeten the laughs. But the editors, when they edited it, had no idea where the punchlines were because the jokes were so bad that, like, so if you if they ever air it, which they do all the time, uh, you can see like they're la the audience is laughing at nothing, uh, and so that was a learning curve. And then yeah, I got uh, I got really. <laughs> Everyone came banging on my door. Yeah, uh, and then I uh, I. I don't remember if I started touring with Russell before or after spun out with Russell Peters, but it was around the same time as spun out. I met your darling wife. We fell in love. Uh, and then you came into the picture. Sorry about that. No, please. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I, uh, although you guys, I did just post your, my speech at your wedding. And you did. Uh, there is some things in that, that we had to edit out for sure. <laughs> I was like, wow, you guys could get me canceled real quick. If we ever, ever release Funny that. Funny you should mention it. I have it all right here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play our favorite clip right now. <laughs> so that's awesome. I didn't realize that that Jer was kind of the, the driving force to getting you into stand-up. For sure, yeah. I think at the, for the longest time, he was like, what have I done? Like, this was a horrible decision. And now, you know, like, now that Jer's a full-fledged celebrity, he's like, okay, this is all right. Which blows <laughs> me away, by the way. If so you had told me... Yeah, yeah, sorry, Alex, go ahead. So let's talk about, okay, so the celebrity status all came recently, kind of, yeah. in a way. For Jer, because of, I, because of TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And it, tell the listeners who I don't know many of our listeners if they are into the TikToks. You're going to be surprised. <laughs> you, Alex, okay. you're going to be surprised. Okay. I, I'll tell you right now 85% of our followers are women from 25 to 50 in middle America. So none uh, of our listeners. No, <laughs> no, but your listeners' wives. All your listeners are like, hey, Bonnie, you know those two gay guys from Vancouver? <laughs> they were on the IndyCar podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, okay. So wait, this isn't NASCAR? This. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, so that, that happened to me too, Darcy. <laughs> so you have a you have a TikTok channel. Um, 
was this born out of an idea to try and become famous? Was this just a way to express yourself? Like, what was well, the like, idea behind it? My whole career has been born out of uh, trying to become <laughs> famous. So, uh, it, yeah, I uh, so I had a TikTok account for our dog for like a year. And then she blew up in November. And I was like, wait a second. My dog is now more successful on social media than I am on all my other social medias combined. Cause she got like a hundred thousand followers. I was like, what the hell is going on? And so I was like, I'm just going to throw some stand up clips on an account. And instant, I threw one up and overnight it got a million views. And I was like, Whoa, okay. Like this is good. I'm reaching an audience that hasn't seen me before. Uh, and so then I was like, well, James, you know this. I had a sitcom in development with CTV for five years, uh, which is the kind of main network in Canada, the same network that Becky and I had our sitcom on. And they canceled it uh, and they because they didn't want to take the risk. They were like, we don't know if there's an appetite for this kind of sitcom. And then I thought, you know what? It'd be really fun because I'm a bitter, jaded bitch if I could prove them wrong and take the idea of the show to TikTok, which is basically the show is just based on my life with Jer and Grace. And I always say it's kind of like watching a gay Roseanne. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and so we just started like filming our life and, uh, you know, it, it instantly just hit. Like we've only been on there for six, seven months now. Uh, we're at 1.6 million, but we average like 4 million views a day. Which is just wild. So yeah, all now this podcast all of this, is the same numbers. So. Yeah, similar, very similar. Um, so all yeah. of the skits, <laughs> all of the skits were already written. No, no, just... no, no, okay. no, 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 uh, no. Most of them are organic. Uh, yep. The ones you can tell the ones that are are sketches and stuff, but they're all based on like real life events. Uh, but no, it uh, we're not we're not taking from the scripts. It was just the i the concept was always just I think Jar and I are kind of unique in our buildup and we wanted to like kind of you know like expand the uh, like show people what it's i have adhd and uh a lot of people don't understand like the true side of being neurodivergent like that and so we wanted to kind of show what it's like not only for me to live with that but what it's like for jer to live with that uh and the chaos that kind of ensues and uh like you it, leaving your car at the grocery store yeah yeah that happens like honestly my bike lived at the grocery store for three months and i had reported it stolen and then we were walking into the grocery store and jared pointed at it and he goes isn't that your bike and i was like oh that's so funny like the thief stole it and now and we found it, it. At and, then, and then we pulled up my biking app and sure enough it like three months earlier before like it was in october and we found it in i think january or february uh the last time i'd ridden my bike was to the grocery store and then i walked home with groceries i mean how far of a walk is that because that feels like a this is such an american thing by the way <laughs> like people blew like we they could not get the concept that our grocery store was only like a 10 minute walk from our house. And it was like, yeah, we, I walked like people, people walk in cities in Canada. I know you're afraid to be shot there, but here, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, here we can walk. Not a big freely. problem in Ladner. It's not, we live in a small town, right? Uh, like I, can I, don't, walk. I don't know that the reason I don't walk is for fear of being shot. It's just if I have a vehicle, why wouldn't I use it? Or if right. I have like a ton of groceries in my hands. Oh, oh for, for sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've, yeah, he's I've not carried... arguing any of this logic. Oh, yeah, he's, no, there's no, <laughs> I just, just you know, I'm, I'm walkable to my closest grocery store in LA. 
and I don't walk there because I'm coming back with dog food and cans of Diet yep. Coke and like oh, yeah, big no. bulky heavy All things. that is totally logical. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that's, my choices are logical. That's the need for the TikTok channel Got to it. explain this life to other people. <laughs> I'm I'm I am flaky. Like I I you know I'm I'm pretty flighty. I don't I kind of just do what my my brain wants to do what it wants to do. So there's no executive dis, uh, executive <laughs> dysfunction or executive function here. So you worked on the sitcom concept and developing it for a long time, for like five years, like you said, and then yeah, there was like a lot of kind of nearly nearly taken like nearly go then put on hold and then yeah we're gonna do it later and kind of they kind of kept you in limbo for a while it all sort of falls apart right and then now you've kind of taken this concept to the internet in an obviously very different sort of medium but you've proven that there is an appetite for it so do you still have the goal of trying to turn it into a show or do you like adapting it to the internet style and kind of keeping it there I think it's at this point we're like, let's go to all mediums that are available. Uh, I would still like to do a show of some sort for sure. Uh, you know, like I have a podcast that I'm enjoying doing. I, I watched this, the comedy store documentary. Uh, there's a, it's like six episodes on the history of the comedy store. Uh, and I watched it back in December and something just stood out to me. Cause you know, like I'm not the biggest Joe Rogan fan, but I fully respect the empire that he has built with his world. Uh, and one of the things was that all these comics were saying was like he wasn't getting work. And then he found a way to build an audience and he found an audience to the point that he's undeniable. Like Joe can do what he wants if he wants. He doesn't need to do a sitcom. He doesn't yeah. need to do a movie anymore. Uh, and that's kind of where I'm like, OK, we have an opportunity to just keep building the brand and decide like. I never thought I'd be one that's selling merchandise or doing, you know, social media ads, but here I am selling my soul for the money. So dinner's on Darcy is what he's saying. (laughs) (laughs) For Alex, he means quite literally. I would like Um, to point out, by the way, uh, before I posted your wedding speech, I actually texted Alex to make sure he was was okay. It was very nice of you. That was very considerate. You texted me. It's totally fine. I'm still so happy that I had told the cameraman. uh, I was like, at this, when I say this word, pan to Alex. And they did, because it is perfect to get his reaction for uh for the joke and i was like i didn't know if he was gonna do it or not but i literally before the like an hour before we even sat down i was like i'm gonna say these this sentence and then just panned alex ross he was like okay and it was great it's fine i'm actually i actually only came so i could hit on rossi So on behalf of Alex and I, to Mr. and Mrs. Hinchcliffe, good night. I just like how you signed off, you know, on behalf of Alex and I, wanted to wish you guys the best. <laughs> poor, poor Jer's just sitting, sitting at the table like, Oh, you. poor Jer is a good sport. He definitely hates Alex.
The best. <laughs> that's not fair to me. So do we all. <laughs> it's all right. Number, like, has the same hate for me. Don't worry. So, uh, so, t- so, tell us about the podcast. High school sucked is the name of your podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and we so got to have you guys. Where did this on. come from? Uh, Jane Stanton, who's another comedian here in Canada, one of my dear friends, and I have been. She's been hounding me for years to do a podcast. We have a really good chemistry, uh, and. I just said, I was like, it's got to be the right concept. I don't want, you know, another goddamn chat show. Wow, this is a perfect Thanks. time to insert audible eye roll, which <laughs> yeah. is one of the many catchphrases found on Darcy Michael. Uh, yeah, you um, can get that at DarcyMichael.com. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we were talking one day and uh, Jane just told me a story about high school and we were cracking up and i was just like riffing with her and stuff and i was like and and we and i was like man high school sucked for everyone and she's like did it and i was like let's find out did it (laughs) you know and so we uh we signed with 604 records up here in uh vancouver to start the podcast and i was like we got a long list of friends that are successful in comedy and acting and let's find out their stories and uh and so it just kind of started super organically and then i mentioned it in a tiktok and it just blew up like they uh i think we're in the top 20 comedy podcasts every week when it comes out it uh it's really fun though we've got you know dave foley from kids in the hall lauren ash from superstore uh, a couple people from schitt's creek uh soon to be you guys it's, uh, cool, to, it's cool to hear about someone else's podcast success on our podcast <laughs> listen you guys i don't think still, i don't think we've ever still been making on a more chart, money let alone. we haven't uh we haven't made a dime off the podcast yet no, that's no, how same. good yeah, oh. let's, let's, let's just say you know we've invited him on ours twice and we haven't gotten any invites on his but that's cool that's, <laughs> that's not true talk to your wife i tried to book you guys early she said no uh and then we became <laughs> successful and then she was like hey can we do your podcast and i said yeah eventually when we you know, run out run of out famous out, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no, fair. I would love to have you guys on. I think it would be good. It'd be fun. You could, I don't think could... Alex would survive Jane and I. Jane is female me. Like we would just be, we would, it would just be an attack the whole time. I can't wait. I'm super so excited. I, I want, <laughs> before we let you go, I want to get some some dirt on on Becky. So you guys were on the show Spun Out up in Canada for a couple seasons. Um, so yeah, what's your favorite Becky on set story? My favorite thing about working with Becky, first of all, I genuinely believe Spun Out only happened so Becky and I could meet. Because <laughs> you would, when I when it first started, when we did the pilot, I was like, who is this? idiot that is on this show right i was like she's so hot but just like nothing's going on and then i got to know her and i was like oh my god she's actually so funny and there's so much going on there i love how he 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 backs up what he's saying by saying she's so funny after he insulted her intelligence <laughs> but no it genuinely becky reminded me of like young Goldie Hawn laughing years like she's her comedic timing is brilliant however we would do a scene and she would kill it and then she would come up to me afterwards and go can you explain that joke to me and I'd be like what 
<laughs> and she's like, I don't know why this is funny. I'm just saying it in how it should be said. And I was like, you just did that scene without a clue of why. And she was like, yeah, I was like, then no, I'm not going to explain it. Because if that <laughs> is working. where you, if, that, is working. if that's the level that you need to be in for it to work, then by all means, please do it. Uh, and then I would just say, take your hand off my ass. Uh, right. I used yeah. to sleep regular problem. Yeah. I would sleep like have a nap on Dave Foley's couch in like his office all the time and I would wake up with Becky on top of me just <laughs> smiling like well hi how's your nap <laughs> good morning sunshine it, yeah there was definitely a lot of uh, waking up with Becky snuggling me <laughs> she's creepy this no, is the no, worst I'm Becky, thank god literally she doesn't all of us can relate yeah <laughs> 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 she still does that. that to all of us yeah <laughs> well um we have one question that we ask every guest before we let oh, no out. so i have i have one more oh. question before we get oh, to wait, another question okay so you have um made appearances uh at the racetrack you've been um a great supporter of james and i whether it's against your will or not um it's kind of irrelevant we appreciate it do you so have you found yourself becoming a race fan do you do you enjoy motorsports yeah. do you not are you I, there we, just for um, i'm there for you guys i right. enjoy uh i do enjoy like obviously like the athleticism uh the time like it the the choreography of the pit crew is fascinating to me uh and uh i i actually you know i never would have gotten into it if it wasn't for you guys obviously uh but my you know my dad's a big fan uh so we uh like i have the app on my phone so when you guys are racing and stuff if i'm not watching it in person or my dad's not calling me and giving me the updates uh then i i'm just getting the updates on my phone and stuff but i still find it fascinating i love uh the uh the thing you guys do where you just you never turn right it's so cute <laughs> so first of all um cool. second of all who on this app is selected as your favorite driver okay oh. so this is the thing. okay i'm Darcy, not gonna get your phone out right now get your phone yeah, out right now no 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 i can't i can't because we both know we all know it's rossi but it is only because jer has james on his phone uh and so when and jer and i are always together so we just like ha we'll pull it up and right. see uh, -huh. uh, <laughs> uh -huh. i'd also like to point out the only reason it's rossi is because kelly downloaded the app on my phone and set it up sure. and i don't know how to change it mm -hmm. uh, that's weird because i'm the favorite on kelly's phone mine's still marco <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you asked me that, Rossi. You're such a dick. <laughs> I knew the answer. Yeah. <laughs> we know you knew the answer. I was already. Uh, I, I was pandering was to James. I was pandering to James by wearing his hat. Uh, Jer made me change it out before uh, before he left for work. He was like, "You wear the Rossi hat." Yeah, but the he, TikToks. He doesn't realize that you're wearing the pair of Rossi's underwear that I sent you for your birthday. Happy birthday to me. I didn't no, give you, you those underwear, James. You can tell when I'm wearing Correct. them because you can't see my face. <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> All right. Darcy, thank oh, you for proving definitively oh, that it was not the alcohol last time. <laughs> <laughs> Rossi's just out of there. <laughs> oh.
Oh, so good. I'm crying. So good. He's, he's actually, I don't think I've seen Alex smile like this. <laughs> I, I genuinely, I genuinely miss you guys. I can't oh. wait uh, for Portland and Long Beach and whatever the hell else you're doing up on my side. Me and Yuma are going to be there. Cool. Pack your dice. Oh, wait. We, have, we oh. do have the one. We have the last question. All right. Well, we ask everybody, what's the fastest you've ever driven? I driven or been in driven oh uh, it would be it was definitely yeah. on my motorcycle definitely on my motorcycle you guys will have to do the conversion but i uh, i got up to once 170 kilometers yeah just uh it's not not fast but i did do in uh portland last year it's I fast did, on two uh, wheels track it's fast on two wheels especially with my fat well, yeah. ass <laughs> uh and then i did the uh the portland yeah, two -seater. Uh, i did a two-seater last year two years ago in portland yeah awesome i think there that's the fastest, fastest. driven and been driven that sounds yeah. fair. that's respectable well, darcy thanks so much for taking the time <laughs> to join us again you just let me know how the audience retention goes for this episode okay oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild be I mean, we're not we're but, not airing uh, this one we <laughs> This if gonna... this becomes another lost episode, so help me God, I will dedicate every episode of my podcast to bringing you down. Hey, that's just <laughs> press. You keep talking about us on your podcast at the top 20 in the charts, and it's only going to make ours better. Guys, Darcy Michael is the Darcy Michael on all social media because hashtag branding. Um, high School Sucked is his podcast. Check him out. Buy his merch uh, on DarcyMichael.com. I mean, we didn't even get into Busy Donkey, which I'm kind of upset about, but just, <laughs> just check out check out his TikTok and it'll all make sense. Darcy, thanks so much for coming on, bud. Always love seeing you. Love you, boys. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Tim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Tim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Tim. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.